2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Statman Davo is here. Funny man trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome back to the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast, back for 2023. Now, this year we've got a change in the lineup. We've got Substitute Mark over here. Uh, well, it's not a visual medium, but um, <laughs> it's uh, Mark over here joining the, the run on side this year. So, welcome, Mark, off the bench. Pleasure to be here. Thank God it's not a visual medium. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, very, we... very few fans if it was a visual medium. Fair. That leads us straight to trainer. Welcome back, trainer. The eye candy. Yep. Ready, ready to go again for another year, boys. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> the keyword red. Uh, very pink, mate. Very pink. Yeah. I don't know what's good off season. Here, but... He's making yeah, you, maybe. He's making fresh, you proud in the Mangenta. Fresh off yeah. the uh, touch field, ready to go. Yeah, welcome back. And Gardzi, uh, champion from last year. Well done, Gardzi. Yeah, the socks are still waiting to be worn. Our representative in the Podmasters League up against the big boys. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> well, very good. Now, boys, it's good to be back. Oh, nothing. Nothing. It's good to be back. No, we have. We, obviously, we got Dave out here, the stat man. The stat man. Obviously, obviously not bringing a lot to the party, being forgotten about already. Please. You're in my blind spot. Um, as I said, not a visual medium. Uh, but yeah, Dave, welcome back, mate. Thank um, you. Back to back to the land of the living. Yeah, move back back from Moree, back into the land of the living. Can actually sit and probably not get interrupted with our Wi-Fi connection this year. Yeah. Um, so no more underwater Davo, robot Davo, whatever you wanted to call it. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. <laughs> as the editor of this podcast, I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> I'm sick of the feedback we were getting. So thank you to those people who are sending that feedback in. Now, uh, but yeah, we're going to do things a little bit different for this first podcast of the year. We've got a bit of a run sheet and I'm going to hand it over to Davo. Yeah, we're just going to not necessarily break each position down, but we're going to, just going to discuss what we're thinking in each position. So maybe look at a gun, a mid-priced or under-priced player and a cheapie um, in each of those positions. We've had a bit of a scout around today and a few of us are thinking the same thing. So we're just going to start with hooker. I'm going to talk, uh, I'm going to ask trainer to talk first because, you know, he always brings the goods for us first up and leads us off strong. So if you want to talk about your gun hooker this year, who you think you might run, or if you are going to run a gun hooker, that's probably a bit of a strategy chat in there as well. Uh, right. So definitely, definitely running a gun hooker right from the get go. There's a pretty fair discrepancy between the top few and the rest. Um, I'm not running this bloke in classic, but I did get him in uh, the draft the other day. Uh, Damien Cook. Uh, the, just looking here, the Rabbitohs don't have the best start to the year, but uh, their middle was 
pretty handy. I went out and watched the Charity Shield um, in Mudgee and, yeah, their middle, I mean, it was only against the Dragons, but tore into pieces. Cookie had a field day with Cam Murray. He's looking outstanding. So, um, yeah, I think Cookie can definitely jump off the back of that. One of uh, only a few hookers to play 80 minutes and, and a quality team. Do you want me to keep going like with my mid and cheapy or do we want to chat about him or? Oh, we'll probably all just jump in now and have a bit of a chat about who the guns are. I think yep. there's realistically only two guns in that position. Or oh, guards, you might disagree. Yeah, I think stretch, Harry, Grant's ob- for a third. Harry Grant's the obvious and you could possibly stretch for a third. And I think I might be controversial in saying Jaden Braley might be the third who could no. be the gun in that position. Or Reece Robson. Reece Reese Robson, especially with the draw ahead of Jaden yeah. Braley. Cowboys to start the season. Robson could be a decent option. Will he Jake play Granville though, was playing, Jake Granville is playing lock in that trial against the Broncos. So. Jake Granville's a spud. Correct, yeah, but, but he was taking minutes. Is there any? So there's no one to take minutes off Robson? Or didn't, well, not, didn't appear to? Not what I know. Yeah. Nah. Granville, Granville will be the 14 for the Cowboys. I think he's... He'll be on the bench. Whether he takes minutes off Robson or not, I think Robson needs 80 to be viable. But it's not that much difference, really, is it? I think it's 100,000 or something difference. But Harry Grant's the obvious one that most people will start with. He's been the best player in that position for a long time. My concern is massive changeover of forwards and no cheese for him to get off the back of. Still probably creative enough to still score well, but is the gap going to be as big? Yeah, so missing the cheese, missing the cheese is definitely going to hurt him. As I banged on about a heap last year, he always gets off the back of his quick play the ball. But Nass, Nass was looking awesome in their trial. Uh, was throwing off loads left, right, and centre, and couldn't be tackled. Um, he didn't look very fit, but he was effective when he was on there. Uh, Grant still got that that good crash ball. He's pretty pretty crafty. The, the ones that he throws, and probably the biggest thing that I noticed was he was taking all the short kicks. So in and around the in and around the trial line there, he was taking a lot of the short kicks for repeat sets. So I reckon he's going to accrue quite a few points in that set this year. Mm, it's interesting, isn't it? I suppose it takes up a lot of the salary cap, but do you just set and forget, or at least set till round ten or whatever their buys like they've got a buy around then, and then Origin hits. So he's probably someone that is not a bad point to start with. I think you yeah. need a gun in that position. Yeah, pretty hard That's to go difference. without. I think. Well, the difference is just so massive. Like, it's a difference between about an 80 average and about a 60 average, which across the first 10 rounds is pretty huge. Yeah, and Grant just runs the ball. Like, you look at all the other hookers, no one runs it like he does. Garzi, what's what are you doing around hooker? Yeah, um, from the start, he was my first pick, Terry Grant. I picked him straight in. Him and Cheese were just locks. I don't think I'll be changing. I looked at Robson, but I can't go against Terry Grant. What about... Like the Tanner Boyd cheapy strolling in there, is it? Is there any case like for him. not starting with? Is there any case for not starting with cheese though? And... I thought cheese looked pretty. He looks trim. He looks like he's a bit fitter, which probably makes it an easier choice. And I don't know about Tanner Boyd. I'm still unsure, and I'd probably rather just go safe with cheese, especially in the Roosters side of, playing Dolphins. Part of the problem with Tanner Boyd that Justin Holbrook is the coach. Um, yeah, same as Ricky, same as Adam O'Brien, same oh, as a few of them. Is but, it Todd? Uh, yeah, they're not really fighting for their jobs, though. 
Well, I'd, I'd, got I'd, I'd suggest Adam O'Brien might be fighting oh, Adam for his O'Brien job. Adam O'Brien is fighting for his job. But... The Knights are mud. Stay away. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If, if Will Holbrook stick with Tanner Boyd at halfback, if they lose a few games early in the season, that's the question. Not with trainers man sexy there. Mm. Lurking. I don't know. I and think Tanner's the... pretty set. Who was the other? There's another young kid there that is it Weaver? Tommy Weaver, yeah. Who's been playing in the trials? I don't even know if he's in their top thirty, but he's been getting a few minutes in those trials as I well. Think, so I think he is. He can football. He's a gun. Around that mid but, price range, is everyone just thinking cheese? I've got cheese at the moment. Yeah, but I definitely, I've definitely considered Tanner Boyd over and over again to save it hundred k or or so. Yeah, is, much is cheese only available at Hooker? Or is he two RF as well? Just Hooker. He didn't get upgraded today because I know a lot of people got upgraded today in the. No, nah, in the, he hasn't played. Yeah, hasn't played any back row. There's, yeah, no way he was going to get a mm. a duel. But I, I thought, that, like watching the trial with the Titans, Tanner was playing both sides of the ruck, which, uh, like he, he was pretty much playing strictly first receiver, and we had four on the left and Brimo on the right. I reckon that hurts Brimo a fair bit, but it's it's not a bad shout. Like for Tanner, he's probably going to be playing. Like with those back rowers a fair bit, and having um, either his fullback or his five-eight playing at the back of them, and he's going to get plenty of points in goals because it's never in question that the Titans can attack; they just can't tackle. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not as cut and dry as sort of some people would think in terms of just going cheese over Tanner. I'm obviously round one, huge with the, with the Roosters playing the Dolphins, um, but then yeah, there is actually is, a bit is... to think about there. Is there a world where you can take the cheese in that first round? I know trades are pretty valuable, but like take the cheese and if it's if he's not quite working out, you can always trade to Tanner before a price rise if he's killing it. Yeah, it's always like easy to get down and up, isn't it? That's probably a safer bet if you're looking at how to structure your team. Yeah. So, I mean, you can still cash in on Tanner Boyd with the Roosters with the buy early and, and potentially pick up like watching Redcliffe, watching... Watching Redcliffe play, I think um, it's certainly going to be load up on teams that play them. They were awful. Mm. So I can I can picture Teddy scoring seventeen tries. Yeah. Well, actually, I actually could see the Panthers doing that to St Helens on the weekend as well. So, well, what sort of judge am I? But anyway, didn't the Panthers miss Abby? Is there is there a world where you can go down to a cheapy like Sonny Luke and start with a Sonny Luke? I know in previous years we started with Randall last year when he was a bit of a gift. I know he was playing bigger minutes, but is this the year to do that or is it just a year to not overthink it? Mm, don't what do you There's think? not really cheapy. How many minutes does he get? I mean, this is the question, isn't it? I've heard, I did read that they're talking about Mitch Kenny playing the first 20, taking the sting out, and then Sonny Luke playing for the rest of the game, so 60 minutes, and it would have been good to see him in a trial game or in that World Club Challenge, and then potentially Kenny coming on through the middle to give um, Yo or whoever else a spell through the middle, but it would have been good to see, but I suppose there's another point, if he comes out and kills it and you're going to make a fortune out of him, you can always trade down to him as well, so... I think it's a pretty – I think a lot of teams are going to have Harry Grant and Cheese to start the year there or Harry Grant and Tanner Boyd. I don't see a massive change out of that. So I reckon we can move 
straight into front row forward. And I think front row forward is a very ordinary position this year and a position, especially now that Tarpany has been given to RF. Um, he could be last year's IPAP, but I don't know if he's worth starting with at the price, but he could be. I don't know. Um, anyone picking up a front row forward gun, someone over, say, 650? Out of out of the panel here, anyone anyone doing that? Anyone going with that strategy? Not, not in the iterations of my team so far, no. And if you were, no. give me a name. Give me a name of who could be a gun that you might think is just a set and forget all year. Oh, the only other one who I had similar to Tarpanay was Tino, who's also got the dual position, plays big minutes, is the captain at the Titans, is guaranteed big minutes every week. <laughs> But I think he, I think he's even more expensive than Tarpanay by a couple of thousand. I think. So no, no one's going to start with a primo front row forward. I had Tarpanay, and then I traded him out just because. Yeah, I don't know. He's. I don't think he's going to make any money really. So I don't. I think if he, even if he kills it, he's going to average about what he's worth, and he can always bring he him in later. Go, he might go up a bit because he did start the year slow last year, so. But he could drop a bit and then you could get him into five hundreds, which would be ideal if he starts um, low and then work his way into it. You might be able to pick him up around round eleven again and ride his coattails guardsy all the way through. Would be nice. Hopefully uh sticky, you know, keeps his minutes low to start and then just builds him up and just lets him explode and play lock. That'd be nice. That would be good. So does that mean everyone's starting with a mid price or is everyone going really cheap? Mm. Oh, at the moment I've got Christian Welsh in my team. Um, the only query is he's coming off a Achilles. big injury, an Achilles injury. Um, my understanding was he almost got back the finals last year, so he's pretty much had a full preseason of training. So well, that can... alleviates that a little bit, but he's got some. He's got an offload, and he plays reasonably big minutes, and he's not ridiculously priced. He can find an injury though. Is there is anyone got any love for Ruben Cotter or anyone like that that is going to be huge minutes? Like, if Ruben Cotter was two RF as well, would anyone have love for him? What about well, there's another one sort of around that price that a few people have been throwing out is Jake Trevojevic as a front row option because he's dual now. It depends on what minutes he plays. I know they had um him at 10 and Cappy at 13 or something in the trial. I don't know. I don't know what their grand plan there is or whatever, but... Well, he didn't, he didn't play that link like he did last year. He he certainly was just the middleman. Yeah, so if if that's how he plays and he's taking a few more hit-ups and still popping inside balls to his brother or whatever, he's definitely got room to improve, especially as a, as a front rower with a bit of upside. Um, but yeah, that's the only other one up there around price. Otherwise, I've got a couple of mids. What mids are you thinking of starting with? Uh, well, the one that I've got in my team that I'm pretty chuffed at the moment is Cohen Hess at 400k in the front row. Playing outside Tommy Dearden on the left edge, pretty set to start there with no Lukey or Leilua for a few weeks. As everyone's been rambling on, Cowboys are going to dream run. Um, I think he's outstanding value in the front row, and I don't know why more people don't own him. Yeah, based off like a 38 or a 37 average or something. I know I said we wouldn't talk a lot of stats, but 
that's pretty good, I reckon, because he's going to play big minutes. We know he can play big minutes. And he started as a back rower, so no reason why he can't get back there. His first year in the comp, he was playing right edge. The man was scoring tries every second game. Good frame, good feet. And they'll be be tries with a line break, unlike Nanai. Correct. Playing off Tommy Dearden. Tommy Dearden was outstanding last year. Um, the other person that I've got that I think is a set is Stefano. I think he looked pretty good in trials. And if he's not yep. in plenty of teams, I think that's a bit of a crazy one. Even though the Tigers pack looks pretty stacked, I think there could be a couple of blokes that start there a bit slower. And I think they've shown with giving him the captaincy in the trials that they're pretty keen on him. And he yeah. has looked pretty good. So I think um, he's the most down front rower too. Geez, Dan, what's happening here? He's really uninvested in this this year. He's on social media checking some stuff out. I was, I was hoping he was checking out stats. No, no stats here. I actually think it's um, Tinder and Bumble getting a run dual screen. There's lots of swiping happening. Um, are there any other mid-price players? Are there any other mid-price players? That we can pick up in the front row. I can't. Yeah. I can't really. I got at least one more. Um, Royce Hunt. If he if he gets a start for the Sharkies and plays anywhere near fifty minutes, I think it says it said on his thing he, he scores like one point three or one point four points a minute. Yeah, I heard one point three points a minute, highest yeah, points only, per minute in the game. Yeah, he's only four hundred and ten or something. I think so. Yeah, plenty of room to improve. For him there, if he gets if he gets a nod with the Sharkies, will he get many? Will he get minute. the minutes if Wade? Will he get the minutes if Wade moves into the middle though? And like, there's plenty. If Wade, plenty if Wade of playing in the middle, that's apparently where he's coming in to play. It was the middle. He played, he didn't he he played some middle and he played some edge. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I reports that trial, so. reports out of the Sharks is that he's and this is out of his mouth when they saw an interview. He said he'll be playing through the middle more. So Jazzy, can't you just text him and ask him? You grub, make yourself useful. Hey, I just think if as long as Teague Wilton plays how he's been playing, Fitzgibbon will be nuts to take him off. Correct. Yeah, well, some concrete evidence would be nice, mate. Use your use your bloody resources. All right, now we, we'll move into the cheapies there because I think you can probably only pick two of those mid-price blokes in the front row if you pick two. Um, Cheapies. Stefano's pretty cheap. He's 300 and something, so that's kind of in cheapy range. I don't know what Davey Mowali's story is. He seems down the pecking order. Did he play in the charity shield? Yeah. Trainer? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I don't know. I wasn't watching. I don't think he, he, played played as much as he, he didn't play as much he as he did, did the week before. In the Daily Telegraph story that I paid for, Gardzi, he, uh, he scored... <laughs> He scored 56 super coach points in the charity shield, I believe. Well, see, that's I'd, I'd lock that in. That's good enough. If if he can score 50 points a week, he's nearly just logging him in as one of your front rowers, really. Because yeah, we need another. Nearly a, we need another Max King. He could be it. He could be it. I also heard reports that um the old mate that's clogged up my bench for two years, Spencer Lenny, was due to get some more minutes, but. Seriously, I think they we say hear that, that every year. Every year, so get out I can't. Is there any? Is there any other? The only other person that I can see if Jerbo um, is going to be the ten and Kepi's going to get thirteen 
Kepi's pretty cheap, like to just plug in. Surely he gets more than a 23 average, which is what he's like priced at. Even mm. if he gets 35, 40 minutes starting as the lock, like you'd think he'd get two 20 minute stints, 40. He's got to yeah. score around a point a minute, like 40 points. That's 17 points of value somewhere. So, you know. Ben Murdoch, know was, Murdoch Masilla is another one. He started on the edge for the Dragons. Yeah, but he plays for the Dragons. Yeah, but and, if he can average he probably 40, won't play 80. He's, he's old. I don't even know if he'll get to 40, to be honest. Would be nice. I'm just saying, mate, he's cheap as well. There's not many yeah. options. The other one, Franklin Pele, especially with um TPJ doing his calf. He's actually he, he didn't play much in the last trial. Yeah, I, I didn't think that he did, but the bloke is about 130 kilos or something. And is he the real big man fella? mountain? Yeah. I think he killed like the five eight that gave him a head yeah, rub at the back of the game did. or something. That was yeah. outstanding. I love that. At the half. He is a he is a big boy. He is a big boy. It would All be, right, I think we spent plenty. It'd be you good want to keep talking? I was just going to say, it'd be good if Ricky would let one of these young Canberra kids get some minutes. Or let him go to some, let him to go ball. somewhere else. Like, let him go to another team or something. Like, yeah, something. I don't know. Anyway, anyway that's it. Any, All right, front uh, front row. We've, we've done that one. Second row forward. I think this is where there's a bit of strategy around. I think if you've saved in the front row, you can probably afford maybe one or two guns in this position. So I think this is the one where we need to probably have a bit of a solid look because I think halfbacks are pretty sorted. But Mark, do you want to lead us with your gun in this area? Uh, Cam Murray is my gun pick in the second row. Um, also, also Cam Murray robbed in the best looking the <laughs> 100 to one or whatever yeah, it was. Right. Outrage. Outrage. Second, please. <laughs> Plays big minutes. Reasonably match-up proof. Gets us. That's what we were just talking about, the hot factor. <laughs> he should get extra bonus points for that in Supercoach. He, he should get two points for putting his head where other people wouldn't put their feet when it's that beautiful, shouldn't he? <laughs> and gets attacking stats. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see we haven't improved since last year on the dribble. Yeah, Murray. Murray, I think his um his ownership will definitely be on the rise after the Charity Shield. I think he was pretty good. Guards, you got anyone in that position? No, he's my only gun to be honest. After that, I was looking at the more middle range guys. Which... Do we class David Fafita as a gun? Six hundred and something thousand. Yeah, you have to. He's almost Mate, okay. He's still lazy as ever. I'm not going near him this year. I'm sick of him. Yeah, he might be lazy, but I think he picked the ball up, brushed off three blokes and did nothing and got 80 points again. Like, he looks like the world's laziest footballer, but super coach wise he continues to pump out pretty good scores. Like, if you asked anyone, David Feeder, did he have a good year football-wise last year, you'd say no chance. But he still averaged 66 or something ridiculous in super coach. Like, those really big blokes that don't do a hell of a lot, that brush off people and just palm people in the chest bit Munster style. They just score big points. So, Gaz, the other question, are you afraid to not own Fafita? Are you worried that he could go big? No. I really? Think of him. I've already rage traded him and it was a trial. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not running the roller coaster again. Uh, my, my, my blood pressure is going to go through the roof. I'm, I, think it's just, I think you just don't watch Titans games and just look at the score at the end of the game. 
Like it, that would be the best way to own Fafita, not not worry about watching the game, just actually look at the points at the end and go, oh, that's good, must have had a good game, and then rewatch the game afterwards and go, nope, total shit. I'm I'm in like, the process touch the ball four times, <laughs> trying to get out Fafita and Murray in my team. Yeah, I'm 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 actually looking at the same thing. I think two RF to start the year is possibly a good strategy to start to stack those spots that you get those blokes with heaps of tackles, but with the options of offloads and a few attacking stats when, when everyone's defense is good and no one's busted up, I think it could be a good strategy. So yeah, I'm with Titans you. Are gonna beat them draw, don't they? Yeah. Titans have got a pretty good draw, I think. Yeah. So just, a all right. So any, any other, is there any other guns in that position that anyone could look at now that Sean Lane's got a broken jaw and, Angus Crichton, but is he playing or is he well, he's, still upset? No, nah, he's still he's still out, I think. So obviously Nanai um, with the Cowboys draw. If he scores, yeah, but can, can Nanai continue to score tries at the rate of seventeen a season and still on the average fifty five? Have you seen the Cowboys draw though? He could score three again every game. Yeah, he could score three tries off kicks and still score eighty. Good. It's a lot of attacking. It's a lot of attack to get a score. You you're worried about Fafita being lazy. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just giving the people options, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, I hope you know. Hope you pick uh, him. I'd like to beat you this year. I don't know if any of you are reading the chat at the moment. The but dribble. yeah, you're one of your best mate Dino's. It's put in here. Like, have you heard about what's happened to Angus? Apparently, well, I, I don't know if I should say what's going on in here. On this thing, but not. it doesn't. No, it probably doesn't, not. We'll, doesn't we'll do that once we push our stop. We'll we'll push do that when we push stop record. Well, that probably segues into some mid price players, and there's one that uh, I think tops the list. There, the bloke that's going to take Angus's spot in Egan Butcher. I think he's a mid price around that four hundred thousand price range, and I think if Angus is out for an extended period, he is sure to make money on that rooster's edge. That butcher as well. You could have. Look at him as well. Yeah, Nat Butcher, Nat Butcher averaged 60, but had a game where he scored 160. I think take that out and he doesn't actually average that well. So who's, who's going to play left? I want the one that plays left. Yeah. Well, Nat Butcher was playing right last year. So yeah. Yeah. Crichton was playing left. So I, I didn't watch the Roosters game very closely because. Butcher played right on the weekend again as well. Nat. Which one? Yeah. They're both Butcher, mate. Yeah, Nat, Nat played right on the weekend. Doesn't oh. help when you say butcher, buddy. <laughs> you can't good. be wrong. Yeah. Can you go? Cannot you can't be wrong. Be wrong. No. Butcher played, you know. You're a smart man. You're very smart. And the other one um, that I think we touched on briefly when we had the little Wade chat in the middle is Teague Wilton. Um, he looked pretty good on the weekend. I think he is an outstanding prospect there at that mid-price range. And can, someone that you could eas- easily plug in and play every week. Can find a try as well. Yeah. Mm. Eli Katoa is another option as well. Is he, what's he, about 400? Yeah, about 400. Around that 410, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, so he's, is he locked in to play or is it Trent? Yeah. Right, right edge, right edge Katoa should be there. Or are they both playing? Loyero and. Yeah, yeah, bro, right. yeah both. Ryan Hinchcliffe, so they're both locked. Would you would you take you couldn't take both, so who do you choose out of those two? Katara. I've got yeah, I've got Katara in my team at the moment. I don't rate Trent at all. He looks awful. 
Yeah, but he's a hundred grand cheaper, isn't he? Yeah, but he also looks like not a very good footballer. Yeah, correct. I'm having I'm having my back rower that is a good edge running back rower playing up to Ryan Hughes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then in the cheapy stakes, obviously, Jermaine Hopgood just looks a lock and load. Right. He should be Hang 100% on. of teams. Just one more before we jump into cheapies. Okay. Um, Sorry, mate. Oh, do, do we talk about Garner? No. Well, he's not the I one think I the was less, going to mention. I think the less said about Garner, the better after his game against St. Helens. Yeah, I think most people have gone a bit cold on him. But the other one that is a bit interesting is Nia Kore for the Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone watched their trial, but he started on the edge and then sort of did what Tohu has been doing and moved into the middle. He actually played played quite a few minutes there in the middle. Um, and apparently the, the chat is that's what he's going to do, start on the edge and then move into the middle and, and play some good minutes through there. So maybe not They've... one with the attacking upside, but should have a better base potentially. I've actually got him in my team at the moment, but... Uh, the Warriors came out and said that they think he'll play between 65 and 70 minutes, which would be plenty, I think. Near Coro. Yep. Yeah, like that's that's huge. He's only 419. Yep. So that is a good shout, actually, I think. Until one. he chins someone and gets suspended for six weeks. <laughs> said uh, like a yeah. scorned Parramatta fan. <laughs> We're all Broncos fans here. <laughs> 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 All right, is there any... So, Luke Garner, do we want to have a quick chat about Luke Garner? There has been some stuff written on a few of the Panthers chats that somehow come into my Twitter feed, even though I don't follow them, um, that... What's the other fella um, from the Broncos last? Hosking. Hosking may have overtaken him after, effectively, Garner, they said, got hooked from the left. I thought he got, give... I thought he got a HIA or something. No, oh, well, the, the chat was that he was replaced by... Um, yeah, he might have got HIA, but though the chat out of the game afterwards was that Hosking may have overtaken him as the preferred option on that left side, which I don't know what that does, but I I just don't know. The if you're not a massive if you're not a big man like Kickow, you're probably not going to use you're getting used as the decoy because you've got pretty good outside backs, I suppose. I don't yeah, know. So I I, think I feel that's what's happen this year. I feel Luke Garner's gonna be the best decoy runner in the league and that doesn't get your super coach points. So at yep. four hundred and something thousand, you can probably have a look at him and if he does kill it to start with. He's not too hard to get in, is he? Yeah, that's right. I have a couple of those mids and then you can swing to whichever ones are going the right way. Yeah. So, um, cheapies, can I move to the cheapies now? Hop good, definite in for everyone? Yeah, has yes. to be. He's a must. Is he a guy that you think at the price could even be in your starting team, like in your starting 17? To start yeah, do, yeah. Start. yeah. Looks like he's going to it... be a, a base machine. Is there a fear, though, if you have too many of them and he gets injured and you're relying on him to start, how would you replace him? I feel like you've got six back rowers there. You should be right to yeah. have a So you think, you think there's enough blokes there that if you are relying on one of them to be in your 17, those cheapies, yeah. there's enough I'm of them gonna, that you can... Yeah, I'll have five that I'll be happy to be playing any week. Yep. And it's important yeah, so that you have that depth as well. Yeah, especially the buy. I, I mean... We'll talk yeah. about the buys a bit later on, but it's and something that... the new headlock rules as well. Yeah. Want to discuss what are the new headlock rules? Well, I'm pretty sure I was reading the other day that even if you get a HIA and you pass protocol, you still miss like, whatever it is, like a grade one. Or if you if you are ruled out, even if you pass protocol, you still can't play the next week, regardless. You have to have You're a right. week off or something. Okay. Has anyone else, has anyone else read that? I'm, I'm sure... I haven't read it, but that's why I sort of asked what it is. But that could be interesting, have big ramifications, couldn't it, for yeah, your forward stocks? 
Yeah, that could be be huge for your forward stocks. Um, injury to Sean Lane probably opens up Matt Dury, who I think had won one of the edge spots, but it could open up. Who's the other bloke? Murchy. Murchy. He's more of a there. mid-price. He's, he's a mid-range. He's 400,000, I think. Yeah, so probably not. And then the other bloke that came from the Knights. Mamasia. Mamasia, yeah. So there's a couple of options there. I don't think you'd want to run with all three of those from the Eels in the in the back no. row. But... Dory's hurt his ankle, but the chat is apparently he'll be right. It's just a sprain, I read. Yeah. I read that it was just a basic sprain, not a syndesmosis. So yeah, you know, so I've just, still got him. The... Yeah, I've still got him locked into my team. He was pretty good in the edge. He made a couple of line breaks and stuff, and runs a pretty good playing, line. Yeah, playing with Moses, he'll be right. Yeah, so especially at his price, I think he's yeah. probably someone that's easy to lock in. Are there any other cheapies floating around in that back row? The only other bloke that I think, if you didn't want to go Murray in for feeder, like Olakawatu, looked pretty good. As a as a bit of a in that manly team, I don't know if manly just overperformed in the trials, and we're reading too much into it. But he looked pretty good. And our man Kelma Tuolangi, it's almost like doppelganger one on each side. Like I don't think you could. There's a guy that's going to struggle if that head knock rule comes in. Kelma, <laughs> mate, the bloke's in Disneyland two out of three weeks. So he he might be lucky to get eight games out this year if you have to sit the week out. So yeah, but that's. Is there any other cheapies that we can think in that back row that could be something you can slot in? And There's a couple of Tigers players, but how many minutes do they get with the forwards that the Tigers are brought in, especially with Bateman to come in? I just hope Bateman starts off the well. bench. I hope he's underdone, starts off the bench, gets less minutes, drops a bit, and by about round six, you can just upgrade one of these cheapies to John Bateman and ride him for the rest of the year. That'd be... Ideal if he comes back in any of the any sort of form like he was when he was here last time. So, well, I think second row forwards done and dusted there. Um, in the halves, is anyone thinking out of our crew? Anyone thinking of running anyone other than Cleary and Hines? No, no, no. foolish, foolish if you do. I mean, you can have an argument to put Tanner in there, but if you're not having Cleary and Hines, you're starting, starting, not in the top. Talk about game. five eights. Uh, I've been roasted while we've been off air for just a moment around my thoughts around Burton. Everyone is thinking about the kebab god, uh, Adam Dewey. I hope uh, I pronounced that right. No, the uh, dad confirmed it is Dewey. Okay. Well, is there a couple of other names you wanted to uh, alert us to there, Guardsy, around pronunciation changes for the 2023 season? I've, I've, I've been told on good authority, Damien Cook's name is Damiano Cook. So, and uh, I get that right, Brainy, you got any thoughts on um, how we're pronouncing Big Marty's name? Oh, Marty Kapow Tapow apparently is a Tapau. Give me a spell, Tapau. How great! Just making that. the commentators' lives difficult. He's only been in the NRL for yeah, ten or twelve seasons, years, and, yeah. and he's just decided at the back end of the career to really change it up. So. Oh, how Thank good. You. I like it. Little I like it. It sounds better. Little, Tapa, little refreshment coming in. So, Gardzi, do you want to start us with who you're thinking about in the uh, 5 8 yes. position uh, this year? With the news just at hand that Josh Schuster has um, got the old man injury, I believe it's a calf. So, I know he's only 21 or 22, but he's probably got the body of a 35-year-old. So, 
Mark he's got the dad bit. bod and he's got the uh, sore calf. Yeah. Well, uh, I was actually uh, joining you with Matt Burton until I watched him actually play football again and I realised how much I hate him and how much of a terrible footballer he is. The bloke doesn't Pen get pick. involved. He doesn't get involved until it's time to kick. He's an NFL punter playing 5-8. Gazzy, can you just remind me what my advice to you was at the uh, early in the preseason when Mate, you sent your first Yeah, but you're biased. Through? You're biased. You biased love the kebab good. Yeah, I do. And I also and know Burton's a shit footballer. Well, I gave Burton another chance, and then on the weekend I actually had a kebab, and then I watched the kebab god and thought, you know what? It's a sign. Well, so, you know what? I don't welcome, think... Welcome I don't I don't think Trainer can pick the kebab god anymore because he's gone from a mixed kebab to a falafel in the off season. There's just no way that he can. Uh, wow. He, he's not allowed to have the kebab god now that he doesn't eat meat. I that am a fan terrible. of falafels, but they're a side dish to my kebab. I can tell you, I've never had a falafel in my life. So Garvey sounds more bloody veggie than me. Yeah, but mate, I live in Western Sydney. I've got no option. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any anyone with any love for? Um, arguably the best 5'8 in Munster. Is anyone paying up for him early or is there just too much value? Or Dill Brown, who had a breakout season last year? Discuss. I had Munster in my first first team that I made because I was just like, Munster's a man. But yeah, when you look at the value of, of Dewey, um, I mean, Callan Tom is another argument in terms of value. He's just been updated to have dual 5'8 status. But as mentioned previously, the Knights are mud. I think Burton has and the it, potential to improve potentially, but the doggies, they've got Reed Marnie's throwing crash balls. They've got no idea what they're doing. They've only had, you know, a couple of months together. It'll take some time. Um, Dewey has been working under Benji Marshall, Tim Sheens. The Tigers' attack apparently has been simplified. Dewey's loving it. They're focused on the attack the whole preseason. We saw the other day they scored 30 or 40 on the on the Raiders. I'm, I'm all in the kebab. God. Second year back from uh, ACL as well. Always better. Always. Always. Stats. Stats. If we're, talk- if we're talking about um, concussions, Kalen Ponger in the front line could be a massive candidate for a lot of weeks off as well. Yeah, he's you afraid. Know, if he doesn't put his shoulder out of his socket with blokes running through it every second I said, tackle. I said it on the weekend and I stand by it. He will lose your points because he'll miss more tackles than he makes. Thank I God thought his defence was actually... Many of them either. I thought his defence was okay in the first 15 minutes. That's Game doesn't go for 15 minutes. Though. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But everyone's got room for improvement. So if you can translate the 15. The commentators tried to save him and said he got stepped. He stuck his arm out and just the bloke ran through him. Like He did get stepped. He's, he stepped away. The other guy didn't step him. He stepped away. He's a big man, Mitchell one. Moses. Yeah, Mitchell Moses is a scary, formidable force running at you. Um, this makes me think I should have played fullback my whole career. <laughs> is it, I think how good I could have been. With, with the news of Schuster being out and with the round two bye, so you don't have a backup 5-8 if you run Dewey and Schuster or Burton and Schuster, is that changing your thoughts on anything or do you just plug in play or is there someone else like a... There's no cheapy five eights, is there? Like the Bud Sullivan's and those sort of things is not really an option. No, the only other way you go is yeah, you run like, you know, two two gun five eights, but and then you know swing Schuster up to second row or something, and you can you know you can shuffle them around. But I'm happy just to have Fat Boy sit there for a couple of weeks. It's no big deal. I mean, I would have played him round one against the doggies, but he wasn't going to play round two anyway, so it's no big deal in my opinion. 
Everyone on the same opinion? Yeah. I agree. I've got to shuffle my whole team around if I take Schuster out and bring someone who is nowhere near as cheap in. Yeah, so I think... And I th- you're going to have him eventually anyway. He's going to play, he's going to start 5-8, and he's going to score some big scores, make you heaps of coin. It's, yeah. Is the is the plan to upgrade those blokes and end up running with Munster and Brown? Or you probably can't do that this year because of where the buys fall. I think Power have got the buy in the last round, so like that's I an interesting kebab, thing. Kebab God could just be the season long keeper if he he kicks goals and he looks he it looks like the Tigers attacks going to revolve around him a lot, so. He could be the season keeper, and then you just try and get him. Yeah, he was playing a bit of left and right. Like I saw him chase a kick down the left, which was good. But the only trouble is the Tigers aren't probably going to be as match-up proof as, you know, like your Storm and your Eels. Um, If they're playing a good defensive team, he's probably going to struggle a bit, but it will be just a bit of a wait and see. Don't you worry. Benji's got to throw on the ball around, mate. Oh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely, but... Champagne he does have a much better uh, forward pack in front of him this year too, and yeah. a, a dummy half that can create a bit of space for him too. I, I think Coruscant is probably the biggest addition out of all of the yep. forward pack. Correct. Um, he, I can see Dewey being as good, if not better, than because of the size of him than Luai was at Panthers, based off the ball he's getting off um, Appy. So I think you might have talked me around actually, and I'm probably now going to. Go for the late night kebab as well. Nothing better. Were you actually on Burton? I thought you were having a laugh. No, no. Seriously, think I'm, I was actually thinking about playing both of them, Burton and Dewey, and having Schuster in um, second row. Yeah, I haven't right really right. done a team yet, but um, yeah. Like I, I think there's money to be made out of both of them, and I think. You have, can you still make not, have you still not put a team together? No. You're a disgrace. You kill me. Teamless Classic Tuesday, Dover. mate. Classic day, mate. <laughs> Every year. I know, every year. As soon as it opens, I'm in there scrambling. I'm in the, I'm in the pre-team pickup, living, the, living my best life. Dave-o, it's I know, just, Tuesday, I'll just throw one together. It's too late. It's too long a season if you do it from January or whenever it is. It makes it all the too long a season. i got BB all to worry about in that time. So, How did you go in that? No yeah, pretty ordinary. Yeah. Pretty ordinary. Yeah. It was only my second year of playing BBL and I wasn't that committed to it. And I did move house and I did have a lot of time where I... Really didn't get to watch any of the cricket and didn't make trades for a week. So, you know, wasn't Anyway, back serious. to the uh, footy chat. <laughs> Garzi, do you, do you like the BBL? I know you do. I love test cricket. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way they're playing in India, it's oh, like yeah. the BBL. Oh, it's like sorry, the I should have it's changed going that. for 40 overs. I love test cricket, except when we play in India. <laughs> Garzi had our group chat muted because all we talked about was BBL over the summer and he pretty much just drank seltzers and cried. He drank seltzers, yeah, and cried. Yeah. Summer, mate. Drink of the summer. All right, yeah. let's move on to the centre wing because I think there's a fair bit to talk about here. Um, the obvious one is Valentine Holmes. Great, great draw. Pretty good scores last year in a team that may regress a little bit but should still be pretty good. So right. just starting on, with Val. Just on Val, I, I, how does he score his points? I don't understand. He's a centre. He because he's a bit balls. like he's a bit like Manu when he floats through, and if someone makes a break, he seems to be lingering up the inside. Because Drinkwater plays a bit wider, he's not like that. Like he almost plays as a second fullback without doing that. And they scored a fair few points last year, so he probably aver- averaged fourteen or sixteen in goals 
He he just kicks goals and scores tries, right? Pretty much. Yeah. See, that worries makes me. Makes a I few hit ups. Like... Decent base makes... for a settle. Yeah, makes some tackle busts, that sort of stuff, but I mean he this did it for a whole very, year. This isn't uh, a very convincing argument of the most owned center wing gun, you know what I mean? And they don't play a good team until round nine. And they don't leave Queensland till next year. Five of their first eight <laughs> are at home. Yeah, same as the Broncos. We have three games in New South Wales or something the whole season. How good. Yeah. Yeah. So um I think they're pretty determined that Queensland teams will do good this year because what one one Queensland team making the finals for the last however long hasn't really worked for them. Broncos Dolphins uh, grand final? Definitely not. <laughs> 20, 2042. Wayne Bennett versus Kevy Walters. Will Dolphins still be in the comp in 2042? Wayne will still be coaching. Wayne will still be coaching. That guy's never dying. At yeah. least his head will be in a jar still coaching. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Val, you're not you're not keen on Val, trainer. Guardsy, what I are your thoughts on Val? I want you to tell, I'm trying to understand why. Everyone Look, is keen. I've I've been looking at Val or, or... Since since I started picking my team, and today I found some money to get him in. I was tossing up between him and Ruben Garrick because Ruben Garrick's just very similar. Can find a try, kicks goals, gets involved. And if Turbo's at his best, Garrick's going to be a freak as usual. But I've gone Val because of that draw. And yeah, as I know Trainer's obviously not a fan, but he's got a decent base and they're going to score plenty of points. I think Val's going to be a safe bet. And He's, isn't he like 20-something percent owned? I was going to say, you yeah, used the argument. 27% are, are you, something huge. Are you, you asked if he was afraid not to own David Fafita. Are you not afraid not to own Val with everyone else doing it? Especially after last year, the way he ended the season, I was terrified not owning him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's what, it's, it's literally he has to score tries and kick goals. But he does. They do score points, mate. They're not. They're... <laughs> oh god, I don't know. Like, why not? Why not have the aim of the game, or, isn't it? Or, or, or Meany. I like Meany way less. Same yeah. sort of job. Like, well, I can't. I don't think. What does Meany do? If well, he doesn't, Meany's your traditional fullback. He plays asleep. He's going to get tries and tries with both ball playing and supporting, scoring tries, whatever. He's also taking hit ups out of the backfield and he's kicking goals. So but he's not as good a player as Val. So if Meany doesn't score tries, a bunch kick of goals and set up tries, he doesn't get points. What? If Meany doesn't <laughs> score tries, kick goals and set up tries, he doesn't get points. He still has base. <laughs> he has the runs out of the backfield. So does Val. Where, where, where's Val doing that? He's a center. And Val actually <laughs> breaks tackles. Meany doesn't. He takes soft hit ups. <laughs> when's Val having runs out of the backfield? Isn't it felt? And, he um, takes hit ups at the start of the set. Does he? Yes. Yeah. Watch a Cowboys game. Oh, I did. <laughs> usually I on a Friday. Win, They're usually on a Friday like, night. He's drunk by then. Yeah, fair. yeah, that's true. <laughs> or Saturday, Saturday six thirty. Gone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've got things going on. All right, let's move off Val because we're we're a bit split on that one. What about Brian Toto with the news that May is out and Toto is likely to swing to the left? Thoughts on Toto to start the year? No, nah, he's got to score tries to make points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I don't know where to go after. <laughs> kick goals as well, I think. Can he kick goals? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen those legs? He'll kick it out of the stadium. 
Does he take early hit ups? Oh. Fair income. All right, let's get are, back are into the some serious conversations. Are the, are the Panthers going to be as good down the left this year without Kikau and Appy? They were clunky as against St. Helens. He might get more ball, though. He's definitely like, going to get more ball on the left. They're going to go left, aren't they? Well, maybe. They went left a lot because Kikau was there. And if you look at it, they probably went left when they were in trouble, two passes to Kikau to try and make a quick hit up and get, get the set off to the start. So... Yeah, they, they, they sort that of went that way and tried that a bit against St. Helens and got belted. Yeah, because yeah. the defense isn't worried about Kickout being there anymore. I think it's going to affect them because if I've got Hosking running a line of me, I'm not as worried if it's not a kickout, you know what I mean? Yeah, Luai's not going to get as many one on one opportunities and not going to get into the backfield for those easy. I don't know. I just don't. I think the Panthers will still be amazing. I think um, Toto will still score really well, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think everyone's saying, I, it's just a production line at Penrith, but you lose Appy and kick out, you've got to dip a little bit, surely. Well, I the think production line's on back row. I think Toto's year two years ago was an outlier as well. You, you look at his scores outside of that season, and they're not, they're good, but they're not like they were that year. Was that 21 that, when it was just mental? Yeah, that was an outlier <laughs> season. When Turbo averaged 120 or something. 140. Whatever it was, one point four million. I think people forked out for him a couple of times <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, imagine! Are there any other premium people? Like, is anyone contemplating Joey Manu? Like, surely not. I think it's a lot of money. Um, I don't know. Like, is is anyone else going to stack their centre wing instead of their second row or halfback or fullback or? No. Like, I think it's just probably mid-price. Like, and I call someone like Chance, Chance, however they want to say it. What are they calling him these days? Jeez, his, nickname, his name would be impossible by the end of his career to pronounce. So, um, any, anyone on the hype train of all these blokes playing fullback that are going to play in the centre wing? Or are they just pretty ordinary footballers, so it's not going to make much I, difference? I had them all, and I now have none of them. I've got none yeah. of them. So that, is that is that how everyone's thought? Like, oh yeah, beauty fullback playing that we can get in the centre wing, but they're actually average footballers. The Hammer yeah. and Chance just—I don't think they've got the value in them. I don't think they're going to make much money at all. Well, I look—I look back at the Hammer when he played fullback at the Cowboys when they were actually going pretty good, and he was still crap. Exactly. So he's going to a very ordinary team, likely to get the wooden spoon, playing the same position. What's what's the likelihood of his average going up from the thirty it was when he was at the Cowboys? Terrible base. He needs to score a try to do anything. And even if he scores a try, he doesn't score very well. I owned him early last year and he scored a try and still got 38 or something ridiculous like that with a line break playing fullback. Like that was heartbreaking. And I flicked him the next week. Of course. And I think Chance, he's, uh, he had that good season a few years ago, but he's he's done nothing in the last couple of years. And he's going to play the What about you see the pick of those fullbacks at centre wing ahead of... Guys like Sloan and um, what's his name from the Bulldogs? Had Perham, Perham. Those those sort of guys who people seem to be falling into. If you believe what you read, but oh, you can't come at you can, couldn't come at those two, could you? I personally couldn't. Chance is more likely to have a hit up out of all those blokes, but if the dogs can click, Perham might get a few more attacking stats. But yeah, I agree. You know, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Kyle Flanagan at seven. That sort of that sort of ask doesn't matter. Kyle doesn't have to get, get the ball. Just go. Just go. Kyle kept trying to get the ball on the weekend, and all he would do is some terrible step and do nothing. <laughs> I'm probably more interested at that mid-range price in someone like Thompson on the wing at the Rabbitohs. If he gets that position, I think surely Milne doesn't get the bloody spot back off him because they do like Tane Milne. Though, yeah, but they? I think I think the no World one Cup likes Tane he... Milne. Oh, except at the, the Rabbitohs do. Except for CLC. Is anyone starting with Thompson? Who's got? Who's thinking about Thompson? I've got him. Yep. Locked and loaded. Yeah, and he's 300-odd thousand, so I think there's enough of those mid-price cheapies that one of them will go off. If he gets dropped, you can just always switch over. Yeah. I know we're Tommy Talao's the number one. He looked good on the weekend. Well, he looked who the first week. That he first trial... Right. I couldn't believe they gave him another game of football after the first week, but the second week he did look <laughs> heaps better. So he is he's another option. He's going to rely on Dewey, though. A lot. And he's probably going to rely on tries and... Yeah. Can he kick goals? Don't think so. Not with Dewey in the team. Does he take hit-ups? He does take some hit-ups, so he's got big legs. Set up tries? <laughs> Sets up. <laughs> Sets up tries. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wow, this is. Uh, what have I done? Quick, isn't it? <laughs> Why is going down quick? <laughs> All right. So in that mid range, anyone else picking any other mid range players in the center wing? Anyone got any money left to pick mid range players in the center wing, or is everyone just yeah. going to try and stack it up with one gun and the rest cheapies? I got one. I've got a gun. Yeah, mid. three at three hundred k, and then three at two hundred k, and then one of those three hundred k is going to leave when this. Penrith winger gets picked as well. They'll come straight in. So, so if it's yeah. either Taruva or McLean, yeah, whoever it is, you, you, you got to throw them in. Yep. And the poor Charlie. Is... What about poor Charlie Staines? He must have left just a little bit too early. He could have been yeah, our man. <laughs> yeah. So I've got Remus Smith as well at the Storm. Um, he was pretty good before he did his peck last year. Um, He's low three hundreds. Is that right? Yeah, I've got Randy Smith in my team. He was good a couple of years ago, and then last year he obviously was injured. So yeah, but then you've got all these blokes. Like it looks like um, Alamotti's going to get a spot at the Dogs. Khan Pereira looked pretty good at the Titans, and I think and Will Warbrick. Yes, yeah, yes, he plays at the Titans, but the Titans, like I said before, I think they don't have any trouble scoring. They just have trouble defending. We saw Um, on that left. Looked good on the weekend. Yep. Yeah, Warbrick. How long's Warbrick? What's the? Is he likely to stay Apparently. in the team? Yeah. Uh, news today was that they reckon he's a good chance of getting the spot now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cam he, he, better than Iremia. Well, he he was a rugby oh. sevens bloke and he was a gun. Better, Wrong. Better I than Iremia came from. Yeah. The other oh, guy right. that I, I I educated Mark on another guy last week, um, Lumi Lumi, when he played for Parramatta. <laughs> Are you looking at me, Lumi Lumi? Mark oh, hadn't realised that his eyes. <laughs> Mark didn't realise that his eyeballs went different ways. It was very that's, funny when we identified that. So. Look at the ball and look at the crowd <laughs> at the same time. It's a gift. <laughs> are there any other? Are there any other cheapies that anyone's looking at? Is like, what? What do you think if someone at the Dolphins, if they go a cheapie on the wing at the Dolphins, is anyone likely to touch Yuck. that? Boss docs the dude, go away. Yeah. So. I think um, Teamless Tuesday will tell us all we need to know. Load the team up with as many cheapies as you can find from half-decent teams and even teams like the Titans who we think will attack pretty well. Oh, there's a couple at Para. It could be 
Sini or Dunster. They're pretty cheap as well. I don't know what... Sini the... looked all right in the centres, I thought. He did look actually okay. Yeah, I don't know how long they're going to hang around for, but like Wonga Blake, he's just got that lingerie. Wonga Blake's and... got a broken arm, so hopefully Sean Russell's the other away. one there on the wing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Play the Storm around one, so... Yeah, all right. Well, at fullback, at fullback, I think for most of the off-season, nearly everyone's just said Teddy and Turbo, locked and loaded. Has anyone looked a little bit closer at draws and potentially thought about drinking instead? Do the Cowboys have a good draw, do they? I believe so. Times, drink water. Here's, here's the question about Drinky. How many times did he go above 100 last year? Dan? It really depends on if he was scoring tries and setting up. Pretty, pretty sure it was only twice the whole year. And he only went like 105 or, or 110. So the argument against Drinky is a, he doesn't have the ceiling the other blokes do, and B, he doesn't go as big as often. Even with that draw, as you said, people like Val Holmes seem to get the points, or your back rowers will get the points, or Drinky won't touch it down one side of the field, did and will throw it to a lungy. Is there uh, any concern having Tommy week two by Turbo, uh, Turbo week two by, and then Teddy week three? And then Cleary not long after that, like lots of guns missing out early. What are you going to not having it? someone like a Latrell? Latrell's got a tough draw to start, though. Yeah, but he had a tough draw at the end of last year and still brained it. Yeah. So, yeah, but the, the issue is then you're not going to have. So, if you miss Teddy round one, you're going to miss his captaincy score, which is going to be 150 times two. <laughs> right. So, you have to think about not just not having him, but the, the fact that he'll be your captain as well. Is there an option? Is there an option so then? To, is anyone thinking about burning trades early? Not burning on, them, but using trades early to potentially get a, a leg up. You think if if, if Teddy is fifty percent owned, I don't know what his ownership is, but if it's yeah. pretty high, most of those people are going to sit him out. If you do a trade, what's a trade worth for points? If you can yep. play a Latrell that week and then potentially somehow swing some people around and go back to a Teddy when you need to. Like, it's going to depend on what your team's looking like. If you, if you need to get other people in to make cash, you need to make cash. That's going to be your priority early. But if your team's sitting, you know, pretty pretty, you're not thinking about making any trades, you know, round one, then maybe you can make a bit of a luxury trade and, and do that sort of thing. But yeah, it's very dependent. I reckon that's a, a, a massive strategy in trying to get those early points and getting a bit of a jump and staying in that top end of the scoreboard, just, especially just in that position. That plays the fins every week. Is, is that what you're thinking? That's just going to be your one one trade for 27 <laughs> rounds or whatever we've got. Just pick the fullback that plays the fins. It, it might actually be a decent strategy. <laughs> I would pay to say that. If you, if, the goal you can, if you can commit to that, if you can commit to that strategy for the whole year and captain them, I'd love to see where you ended up. Just make a burner team and do that. <laughs> well, it would be a good strategy. The the goal kicker for the team that plays against the Dolphins and Mary needs a team, doesn't she? Fullback. She does need a team very badly, and it's going to be called Dolphins Fullback. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them rise the rank, climb the ranking. All right, I think Aww. I think that's um pretty much all we need to talk about around those yeah, players and so. who we're who we're thinking about and who we're putting in. No doubt, Teamless Tuesday, which we'll come back and talk about next week. We'll um, throw up some surprises. We haven't done the traditional way we've looked at every player and put them under the microscope, but that's just our discussion around who we're thinking about having in our teams and, and where we're going to go with that. This is hospitals. This is hospitals.
All right, we've heard the sound. We're going to go through Guardsy's summer chin list. It's a long list, but I think he drank so many seltzers over the summer. He's um, different colours, different flavours. He's forgotten most of what he was angry about back in December. So we're probably only going to get um, what he's angry about right now, Guardsy. Yeah, look, I, I was very angry over the summer over many things, but, you know, there was no list writing. I was on holidays. You don't write lists in holidays. You just drink seltzers and enjoy the uh anything but the bbl so what's what was your favorite flavor oh the uh purple can one that's still my go-to i can't remember that's not a flavor that's a color the purple can doesn't even know what it is can't remember something it's like purple's purple's a fruit i did have a guava as well that was quite nice but anyway um what was i gonna say yeah basically it was just you blokes you're all on the chin list every single one of you is because every time my phone buzzed, it was just you absolute pelicans talking about the Big Bash. And I was just sick of it, mate. Every single day, it was just Big Bash this, Big Bash that, Supercoach. And none of you did any good in Big Bash Supercoach. It was a waste uh, of my time. Excuse me. I did all right. Waste. Did you get a pair of socks? No. I don't, think, I don't think they do that, mate. Well, did you get a box or something? No. <laughs> it's, not a real, it's not a real game. It's just like a pretend one. No. So, Stupid. I don't know the, the bloke thoughts. that won it. The bloke that's won it two years in a row and he's forty k richer uh, probably yeah. doesn't think it's that stupid. Yeah. I don't care. He's a pelican too. If he, you always tell time. you, I can tell you, Garzi, they're very big on the BBL on the Isle of Skye. I was overseas for the BBL and that was the talk of the Isle of Skye. Big bash. No. I didn't. That I can the, tell you right that now. Was, that was on their misses though, not on the cricket. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I did not watch a single big bash game and. I was happier for it because you blokes, I didn't need to watch it. You blokes kept talking about it. And as I, I feel said, sorry for you, Garty. You missed one of the greatest centuries. I actually was there live to watch Steve Smith. Look, I couldn't care less. Steve Smith's done nothing in India, so I'm off him too. <laughs> Steve Smith's on the chin list as well now that we're talking about it. When he, when, whenever a bloke gets a, a cracker of one, he gives the bowler a thumbs up. You're on the chin list. Honestly, no <laughs> thumbs up in cricket, all right? Spray him and tell him, bowl him again and hit him over the... The freaking fence. Honestly, Steve, pull your head in. Any, any, anyone on the chin list from the trial matches? The refs. Now that we think about it, every single ref's on the chin list. That was shocking. Honestly. Grant Atkins is missing calls left, right, and center. Ziggy. Bloody Ziggy's calling tries <laughs> when the bloke's got nowhere near the freaking <laughs> ground. Honestly. And don't get me started on Todd Smith. Yeah, the redhead special. He was hopeless. Honestly. He's not a blondie. He's got red hair, doesn't he? He's a ranger. Whatever he's he is. He's got he's red awesome. hair. He's a ranger. They, honestly, if the trials is any form, Ashley Klein in the box was terrible. Baldy. If there's anything to go off off the trials, it's the refs are going to be even worse this year, and I'm going to be spraying them deluxe. What What do you think of those trials where the separation is clear and they've been giving them because, you know, I, I, I feel I feel for poor um Dom from Broken Hill because <laughs> the bloke's going to have no idea what's going on. The fingers are off. The fingers anymore. are on. Know. You know, the poor knights they got rorted last year and. What are they yeah, going to do no this year? The Knights, honestly. But yeah. Peter does. <laughs> well, you know, the Knights are in for a rough year. But yeah, who knows what's going to happen this year with the refs. But I'm sure we'll be spraying them every week as usual. But that's about it. So, yeah. All right. We're going to finish this episode um, with what's getting us excited for the year ahead. Um Aina, you want to you want to tell us what's getting you excited for the year ahead, other than more trips to Bali or 
somewhere else where you can get sunburnt. Like I'm sure that you've got a few organised for the year. Uh, yeah, I do have a few trips organised. I will be definitely be uh, MIA for a few of these podcasts again, but what else is new? Uh, you blokes will be right without me. Uh, you've got Dan Mark. might come back and talk. Yeah, that's right. Dan might make a guest appearance. Uh, no, what's getting me excited is it has to be the Broncos. We've, uh, with Reese Walsh, we've actually got a fullback who can ball play. He looks electric in the trials. Obviously, he is one of the softest men in rugby league and does have a sore eye socket at the moment. But when the kid is on the field, I'll tell you what, he can play. And I'm yeah really looking forward to the Broncos. Hopefully finishing in, I'm going to say, the top six this year. Oh, that's bold. Well, I was going to be even bolder, but I'm just going to settle with top six. That's exciting. Mark, what, what's, what's getting you excited? I'm a bit excited that you've moved back and I get to watch the footy with you this year. Oh. How about that? Oh, that's, listen to it. Bloody, that's sweet. <laughs> hey, how cute. Probably. <laughs> I, also, I also have a place that's got a really dark room downstairs. So. And, a, and a really big TV, and, big and that'll TV. make my wife happy that the footy's not on at my place all Saturday night. That's a... That is exciting, actually. I hadn't thought about that, but it is exciting. <laughs> it's all Gansy, what's about. Got... Yeah, look, it means I don't sit in a in a lounge room with four women asking me stupid questions like, why have they got their socks pulled up? Oh. You know, so hope, oh, yeah. hopefully the questions can get a little bit more deep than that this year. So, Gartsy, what's got you excited? Oh, look, I'm going to back up trainer and I'm excited to buy grand final tickets. Oh, let's go. Nah, Charlie. You know, well, I'm I'm, I'm going to look a little bit. I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. How excited can you be? Look, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic this year. I don't actually think we're going to make make the grand final. I am. I do think we'll make the eight, but I'm not as ambitious as trainer. But it doesn't uh, mean we I'll, can't buy grand final tickets. Yeah. Well, I was going to I was going to be a bit sweet too, and say I'm excited now that all you boys are in Newcastle. We can you know watch some more footy together and. Drink some more beers together, you know. We're all oh, oh yeah, we're all in Newcastle, you grub. No, except you. You can drive as well. I got to drive. You got to drive. My wife's got family in Newcastle, so it's nice and close. We'll all be able to watch the footy together anywhere but Magic Ground. So that's exciting. And you know what? Oh. McDonald McDonald Jones Stadium is a great place to watch the Knights get beaten. I can tell you that much. So no, I'm excited about that. So, um, I'm know. thinking about getting a night season membership just so I can sit amongst them and boo all week. Um, <laughs> Boop that might on. be a fun that might be a fun thing to do. But what I am most excited about, we touched on it before, is Magic Round. Disappointed guards he's not going to be there this year. I can't remember his excuse um why busy he can't man. be there. Busy man. Busy, world's second busiest man, but even the world's busiest man's got the weekend off. So May May 5th, I believe, is the Friday Friday night. We'll be flying up uh the Magic Round. Sort of almost like a bit of an annual pilgrimage. Um Hopefully we don't get sprayed this year for not letting someone into a room, but you know, you never know. You never know. There could be someone else that takes the place of uh, the world's angriest man at Magic Round. Um, but Magic Round is something that I'm really excited about, and something I'm really excited about uh, this year. So look forward to that. And uh, just, I'm also excited about doing this podcast again. I feel like we might have, uh, although today's content maybe not, but I feel like we're getting better at it, and our opinions. Besides why we're picking Val when trainer says we don't have any logical reason. Um, I feel like our opinions are starting to to mature a little bit in Supercoach. We're starting to think about the ramifications of our decisions. Even Guardsy wasn't reckless last year, and I put that down to the podcast. So um, 
that's what's getting me excited. And we're we're only what nine days away from a game of from the first game, so that's exciting. So that's very exciting. It means there's something on the telly all the time. Not BBL. The wives are excited. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we're all the all the misses are stoked. Even Dan's um, future Mrs. Dan Marnie, she's stoked as well. So. Um, He's, I think he's got organised about four dates tonight. He's swiping furiously. So uh, that wraps us up for the first episode of. <laughs> he reckons he'll be MIA next week. Just bring her in. Um, that, that wraps up the first episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Ta ta and farewell. <laughs> <laughs>